Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DMN host, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello! Hello! Hi-de-ho! What up? An interesting assortment of uh, responses there? We are interesting. We like to mix it up. <laughs> hmm. Keep me on my toes, keep the audience uh, engaged. Let's see what you're doing. Yeah, you know, just change how we say hi now and again mm. if you do even say hi well it depends if he tells me to say hi doesn't it <laughs> so we're gonna start channeling tommy at the start of each episode just to kind of get that sort of insolence and um like mean streak for authority in there <laughs> you're very um what's the word method absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> uh well they will be reprising their role as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Rogar McLeod, our paladin sorcerer. And they're in a bit of a tricky situation. You say that again? Hmm. I guess so. I mean, it's always difficult to, to judge, isn't it, really? You kind of, you, you look at it and think, well, this looks bad. We've also been in a lot of situations where this has looked bad. We've been in situations which has looked, well, this looks quite easy. And we've nearly died. So, yeah... Yeah. <laughs> and you see, I can't even say it's the curse of doing a homebrew campaign, because that happens in just adventure books as well. Like, sometimes you look and be like, ah, this encounter looks pretty easy, I'll throw this at them, and then you TPK the party. <laughs> Turns out, none of them packed the right spells that day, and this just goes horribly. And, well, <laughs> well, we'll see how this one goes, and you're, uh... Well, I guess we'll, we'll just spin this straight into the recap. I mean, last week, we uh, tied up a loose end. Atlas and Karnak finished their little conversation, and Atlas didn't decide to completely sign on to Team Karnak, but he chose to go with our um, Hell Knight friend rather than stay in the room and face what was ever, whatever was coming to, to see Elystra, which turned out to be Maximilian Landrin and his uh, cohorts. wonder what would have happened differently if Atlas would have stayed. We'll never know. To be fair, <laughs> I don't know why I was so surprised, because, like, he... I mean, Solara literally made a deal for there to be. Oh yeah, it was. I, I, I was. I was fairly confident that it was. It was them that were going to be. Well, he, Landrin, the Landrin family were going to be supplying the troops or yeah. the, the, the means of attacking. I wasn't one hundred percent sure that he'd be the one that would actually turn up, though. That's he's that the was... dragon. Well, he probably is. The dragon. Which means so... you're you're technically dragonborn. Uh, and and in, in fairness, probably more dragonborn than Rogar is now. <laughs> very true. <laughs> uh, let's rate the levels of dragon in each member of the party. <laughs> well, you don't know. Maybe one day you'll find out just what's going on with old Maximilian. But right now, we uh, we left that little group and flipped back over to the main party, who were seeing. A black star rise in the sky, having horrible nightmares, and then we're being, I don't even know, should I describe it as an attack, as an event, as something was going on that was sending these greenish waves of energy down, actually against the world, not just against them specifically. It was washing over the whole area, wide enough to turn the sky itself to, to be covered in like a green haze as they slammed like waves down crashing into the world and as that happened creatures started to appear you guys 
went off to go uh, man the battlements, but were intercepted by, unfortunately, one of your new castle staff being killed by creatures you'd seen once before, the Bayaki, these part almost mosquitoes crossed with uh, praying mantises, but with a, a dose of weird alienness on top of it. They're very, uh, very horrifying looking, so much so that you can't even look at them directly unless you're already insane, which I love that as a rule. It's just like y your mind is protecting you from seeing these monsters because they are so alien and strange that you just don't want to look at them. <laughs> you couldn't come to her rescue, unfortunately. These creatures are quite strong, and they tore her limb from limb before the fight even began. But you charged in to try to banish them away, and unfortunately it seems they have an ability to bring more of them. They attack in like a, a swarm, shrieking out across the dimensions to bring through other Bayaki to feast and hunt. So you've killed two of them, However, the original two summoned two more, so you're down to still fighting two more. And if that wasn't bad enough, at the end of the fight, another one of those green waves kind of washed over the lands, and something else showed up. This horrifying creature that, to call it a humanoid, I think doesn't really do it justice. It has, at the moment anyway, two arms and two legs. But it's about as tall as, a, as that troll you guys fought. Its limbs, its fingers, like all its joints seem to twist in different directions as it moves. Even as this thing is just pushing through the portal, you watch like it's flickering in and out of reality just as it moves. Like for you, at times it almost looks stop motion where its arm was in one position and then is in a different one as it seems to move into this reality. It's got a partially insectoid looking head with these nasty um, sharpened fangs and it is just actually gibbering to itself talking endlessly like a little cacophony that just doesn't stop it is just ongoing constantly talking as it pushes its way into this world and the group of you at least those of you who are paying attention enough to spot it watches that green energy kind of lingers in the air a little bit as this creature makes its appearance, kind of like crackling. Like sometimes you would see the aftershock of magic when a, uh, a more powerful spell has gone off, something like a teleportation or even uh, sometimes Rogar's dimension door. Like it's enough to start affecting the world around it just a tiny bit. That's kind of what you feel like as this thing's pushing through worlds. And unfortunately, it's bearing down on Solara, who is a little bit separate from the rest of you, while Tommy, Sophia... Rogar and R4 are all trying to deal with the, the flying alien insect monsters. And that's kind of where we left off. Shit. Yeah, yeah I was about to say that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, doesn't paint a good picture, does it? <laughs> not massively. No. Um, it does not. Where does it Run fall? Away? The, where does it fall in the turn order? Uh, it falls now. <laughs> yeah. 13. Next. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll uh, start the round all over again. And, I mean, this thing doesn't look armored. It's just, you would say completely naked, but actually parts of its skin don't even have flesh on it. It is a truly peculiar-looking humanoid. And I guess we'll jump right in here and get back to combat, as it is this creature's turn. And it lumbers towards Solara, flickering in and out of reality. 
just speaking constantly in a, a hushed words that you'd have to strain to listen to, but it's just endlessly talking to itself, almost oblivious to the rest of you, but is walking towards Solara, and it's one moment, it's like its arms are just by its side, and then the next they're already attacking, as it goes in with a claw attack first, and let's kick this shit off with its first roll. Fourteen. Not its best roll, but unfortunately Solara, as we uh, all well know, is not the most well-armored as the creature deals uh, nine points of slashing damage and three points of force damage as you watch this claw tries to just cut across her body, grabbing onto her arm and like digging the claws in. You watch as her arm flickers in and out of reality just for a split second. Like this creature's very presence affects the world around it and you all feel the temperature drop the moment this thing walks in. As I described last week, it's like a cold winter's breeze has just come through, and you wonder if it's just carried through part of the realm this thing has come from, that cold, empty nothingness that just washes through and gives you all just goosebumps and shivers down your spine. And, yeah, Solara takes this first hit. Um, and unfortunately, she... Uh, yes. Unfortunately, as it grabs a hold of her, she's grappled. Bugger. Yeah. Does she have to do a concentration? She will do, yes. So, for just to also, uh, anyone who forgot this from last week, Solara is also concentrating on a wall of fire that was uh, burning down the Bayaki, but also, unfortunately, Rogar. Mostly Rogar. Mostly Rogar. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the only one that can be hit at the moment, isn't he? Uh, uh... Yeah. No, the other Bayaki can still be hit. Oh, one, one, of them, one, yeah. of the, one of the yeah. one of the Bayakis can be hit as well. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So <laughs> um, unfortunately, with a twenty-two, oh, she. <laughs> yeah. However, she's grappled, and this thing's going to swing again. And just a, as I like to do, remind everyone at home here, grappled. So her speed is now zero, and the only way to get rid of it is to incapacitate the creature, or if she can escape in some way, or knock the creature back, that sort of thing. And it's going to go in with its second claw attack. An 11. Ooh. That's a terrible roll for me. Absolutely terrible. Keep it up, Cookson. Keep it up. Ah. <laughs> so you all watch, again, this kind of strange, almost at times backwards, stop-a-motion movement as this thing's arm at one point reaches towards her, then is behind itself, twisted in an angle that none of your bodies could achieve. And then all of a sudden it's trying to grab at her neck. And Solara... Let's out a small scream as she sort of ducks down and this thing smashes part of the wall behind her, missing with an 11, which might have been quite lucky. However, it is then going to go for its third attack. Not for fuck's sake. And Jesus. attempt to bite her. And with a 17. Oh shit. Oh shit. And 15 points of piercing damage and 11 points of force damage. You watch as not only does that bite sink deep into her shoulder. You watch as she flickers out of reality for a second, just almost like you blinked and she was gone and reappears as she's taking this force damage is how I'm describing it, but it's literally hitting her with something just trying to push her out of reality almost. And yeah, she uh, she's quite hurt off that first attack. And she's still grappled. And that is my creature known as a dimensional shambler. 
that's its first turn. Rogar, you're up, but first, concentration check for Solara on that last nasty bit of damage. So, what's the DC? Okay. DC 13 on this one. Uh, con save. Unfortunately, Solara has really good con. Um, the fire is still there with a 26. She's so intent on killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not her turn until after you, so you wanted to tell her to drop it. It's, uh... Drop it. <laughs> yeah, it's like talking to a naughty pet. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, well, I'm going to have to move, Anna, because I don't like being burnt, so I need to be what? Oh, Jesus. You need to be more than ten feet away from one of these um, spots of fire that are kind of blocking off the other half of the room. Can you circle around to here, to, to behind between R4 and Zephyr, because you can move through the space that R4's in. Can I... Cookson? Um, oh, you see, I'm kind of tempted to say no, because in theory you would have to go like round R4, but it's a big room. I guess I'm kind of okay with it. Like, there's no specific rule that says you can't move through an ally's spot, you just can't stay there. So I think yeah. technically, rules as written, you'd be okay to circle that way. Even though, logically, it doesn't make a lot of sense, because the whole point is that you're getting too far away from it. Eh, I'll allow it. I'll be nice, because I think this fight's going to go very badly. We need to silence these these flying bastards so they stop calling friends in. Yes. Um, so, can, can I can I just establish something? When we took this fort, I had Dwayne with me, but he wasn't involved in the fight because I sent him up to the top. I have yeah. never dismissed him, mm-hmm. so he's still hanging around somewhere. Can I? Is, it, can I, is that? Correct. Well, you never really described where he was, so I could take a flying guess that a flying creature might be up in the rookery if that's where he's resting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just want to establish that he is here, so I'd have to spend ten minutes summoning him. That's fine. If you want to keep him in existence, you did never dismiss him, so that's fine. Perfect, perfect. That's excellent. Right. Uh, now that I've, I know that I'm, I'm going to take a swing at this bio key that's in front of me because, like Matt says, these things need to die. <laughs> so that's an 18 with 12 slashing damage on that one. An 18 hits. And let's go one. And it's an 18 with 16 slashing damage on the second attack. Yeah, so you power forward with your uh, black greatsword eclipse and you just tear two massive chunks out of this thing's chitinous armor. It is bleeding all over the place. It is very hurt, but it's it's not down yet, unfortunately for you. Balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've already used my one bonus spell, so uh, yeah, my turn's over. <laughs> Okay. And Solara's up next, and she is grappled. That's not good. Get the fuck <laughs> out of there, Solara. Yeah, so the question is, spells or attempt to escape? You got a spell that could help her escape? Well, that's asking a lot. Last time this happened, we just turned into a T-Rex, and it was cool. <laughs> Admittedly, that was different characters, but still. <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> Now what she can do, well, hmm. I think her only option is to attempt to banish the creature that just showed up. Cool. That'd be handy. That would be handy. So, grappled as she is, she is going to cast Banishment, almost out of panic, and use her other fourth fourth level spell. (laughs) This does mean that the Wall of Fire disappears. It's also concentration. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not 
Unfortunately, it disappears because it would have got the Bayaki this turn. Yeah. <laughs> but, but never mind. Uh, yeah. Um, so, she attempts to send one creature she can see into another plane of existence, and the target must succeed on a Christmas saving throw against a DC of 17, else it's going to be sent away. So, my dimensional It'll just shambler. come back again. Yeah, it will. Well, actually, an interesting point about banishment is if the target is native to a different plane of existence than the ah. one you're on, the target is banished with a faint popping noise returning to its home plane if the spell completes, basically, if it lasts for the full minute. So, maybe but get being rid of it. a dimensional shambler, well, it shouldn't be able to come back. With well, whether we get into that conversation doesn't matter because it rolled a twenty-two on its charisma saving throw. Fucking hell! Oh. Ballsack. Shit, so bad. You see, Solara like raises her free arm and kind of points towards this dimensional shambler and mutters a few arcane words, and for a second it flickers out of existence again. But you notice she's still being basically pinned against the wall, and it just reappears, completely unfazed, just talking to itself still. Can, can, I, can I just just say that that fair enough, the stats mean different things to different creatures, but that thing is not charismatic as fuck. Tommy's <laughs> not charismatic, but if I tell you what, if I walked into a bar and that thing did, I'm more likely to get served a pint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, charisma also can mean force of personality, and for an alien, it's got a hell of a personality. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this guy is the talk of all the dimensional shamblers. He's the cool one. <laughs> he gets all the other dimensional shamblers. Yeah, yeah has... you know, see how he strutted into your dimension? Like he in, owned in, the place? In, in fairness, I've checked out his pop and locking. It's pretty good. Exactly. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so that, that's a bad term for Solara. She's not in a good way and is still grappled. Sophia, you're up. Can we fine. silence these creatures? Yeah, fine. I will silence these bitches. What? If it works. Right. I'm just thinking about where to put it, because it's a... Uh, let me just read this again. 20-foot radius. That would include me in that. Hmm. Means you couldn't cast any more verbal spells yeah. until you decided... Well, unless, of course, you cast another concentration spell, in which case it goes away anyway. Well, unless it's a verbal concentration spell. Well, oh, yeah, you unless, could. Is silence silence is a concentration spell, right? What's what's it say? Because you can just drop it and then have that be your recasting, I suppose. Where would it tell me if it's? Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yes, it is a concentration. But it's got a range of 120 feet, so you don't have to put it on yourself. Yeah, but also wouldn't help. I've got two Bayakis next to me, so. You could silence the two Bayaki and Tommy if you put it in the corner. Ooh. But it depends if you want to try silence the room, just in case they move out of it. So, um... Yeah, that's I mean, a good as long, if, if, as long as you keep it away from Solara... Yeah. Um, it's, and I, maybe Rogar. Well... I don't know, just give it a go. Yeah, I, I don't know, actually. What does, does Do you need to be able to speak to use um, uh, your, your normal... Your, well, you need to speak to a shield, don't you, I think? Yes, I need to be able to speak to shield. Um, but not, but not to stick a, a divine smite on a hit. Uh, no, that's uh, it's automatic, isn't it? Basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's not. It's. It might be. We know it's, it's like there. It. If, okay. if, if, if it becomes unuseful, just drop shit. it. <laughs> yeah, let's just cast the shit. It might not even work, but it's worth a try. Oh. It doesn't okay. need anything. You can just do it. I just mm. do it. Right. Yeah. Cool. Can you put it in that spot that you chose? Mm. Where was that? Um, so, just to read this out, for the duration, no sound can be created 
or within or pass through a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage, and creatures are deafened while entirely inside it. Casting a spell that includes a verbal component is impossible, though. So, so Tommy can't hear fuck all. Nope. Cool. Okay. So yes, a um, Tommy for you. Very strange experiences. Just everything suddenly goes completely silent. You don't hear the, the flapping of the wings. You don't hear the beating of your own heart. Even it's just silence. Yeah. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> and is that your turn, Sophia? Yes, that is it. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. No, I can't move because I'm still technically engaged with these things. But with both mm -hmm. of them as well. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, no mm -hmm. worries. Thank you. Yep. Tommy, you're up. Right. I'm going to wail on the one that Rogar was wailing on before in the hopes of at least cleaning one out um, before they can get a chance to scream again, whether or not they can. Worth a try. So, um, with my rapier plus two in one hand... I'm going to make a straight strike at the one before me, and... It would be with disadvantage, remember? Because you're no longer flanking it. Technically, technically R4 is not in a flank with me, then. No. Uh, okay. Fair enough. I can move around, though, can't I? I suppose. Uh, you might get an attack of opportunity. Oh, no, I'd get an attack of opportunity. I'm, I'm stuck between the two buggers. All right, yeah. okay. So, with, with, <laughs> with disadvantage, annoyingly, let's um, make an attack and hope for the best. Sadly, Eight. you're still trying to cling on to sanity. I am. Well, almost. Wow uh, with a 20 and 15 points of piercing damage, though. Mm. With a good roll and kind of one hand covering your eyes so you don't have to look at this creature, you jab forward with the rapier and you feel some resistance and then that resistance break as your rapier goes straight through this creature's skull. You hear a... Well, you hear nothing because of the silence and... The creature slumps over dead and just like the ones before it it seems to flicker and then just fade out of reality spyaki is gone so i'm gonna do kind of what rogar did and i'm gonna move around up to here okay so I'm at, i've moved out and suddenly i can hear noise again um and i'm gonna step through the square that um defeas in so kind of sidle past around with this Bayaki facing me. So I'm now also into range of the new bastard creature that's appeared that has um, Solara grappled in its weird, creepy arms. So I'm going to take an, take my next strike at the Bayaki in front of me um, mm -hmm. with my rapier again. And it will be with disadvantage again, unfortunately. But with a 19 and 12 damage. And 19 hits. It's a strike hitting home with your rapier there. And bastard. I'll follow it up with a short saw plus two attack on it uh, with disadvantage again. Uh, 13 though. Sadly the 13 as you're kind of swinging a little bit wildly unfortunately just not being able to see this creature properly makes it so hard to hit sometimes and your swing goes wide. Okay. And now you've got to contend with this other creature stood behind you just jabbering in your ear endlessly <laughs> well that's the plan at least i don't have disadvantage against it i don't think um mm. but what i'm going to do is i'm going to second wind it so i'll get another another attack and i'm going to use ring of the ram <laughs> on the creature that's holding solara <laughs> how many charges happens. uh i 
I've got two chances. Well, it gets D3 back, so and that's been two days since I last used it, so I actually haven't had rolled for that. But let's let's roll two D6 and find out. So six. The first day I got three charges back. That's fine. So burn all three charges on it. Let's see if I can shoot the fucker back up the stairs. And I don't know if that'll mean that he technically drops. Um, I would rule it works the same, uh, well, basically by the description of grappled, if a creature is hurled away by something like the Thunder Wave spell, which is kind of similar to what's happening here, he would break the grapple. Cool. cool. Well, let's see what happens then. So a 19 plus 7, so a 26 to hit. Uh, 26 hits. I would hope fucking so. <laughs> <laughs> right, so for each charge you spend, the target takes 2d10 force damage and is pushed 5 feet away from you. So that's um, 6d10 force damage. Gets knocked back to the top of the stairs. Knocked back to the top of the stairs, which is good. Because I'm, I'm not in combat with anymore. So let's roll 6d10. Uh, I can only do 5 here, so... Ah, uh, 22 plus another d10. Uh... 26 damage. So I not swear, the every time it's a lot of, like, dice, you just, it just, what's the fuck with you? Yeah, I feel like I should have, like, rolled those individually for more, <laughs> more attention. Yeah. Just stay, stay here for six rolls, please, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the main thing was that I pushed him the fuck away from Solara. Yeah. And that was the plan. So. Yeah, you uh, hold your hand out towards the dimensional shambler and just wait for the timing when it reappears for a second to let fly with the ring of the ram. This giant ghostly spectral ram's head appears out of your hand and crashes into the side of the creature, knocking it away from Solara. She kind of drops to one knee quickly on the floor, catches her breath, and yeah, you uh, may have saved her life there. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's not even a ghost, but it just. <laughs> it felt fitting. It felt right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's 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 a really fucking glad that bringing around worked that time. Uh... <laughs> okay, and that is my turn, unfortunately. Yeah, which means it's my final remaining Bayaki's turn, who is shrieking and screaming, but currently you can't hear anything because it's in a cone of silence. You're on so... mute, Dave. Dude, yeah. dude, you're on mute. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the Bayaki going to do? First, it's going to stab with its mouth towards, ah, let's say Tommy, to do its blood drain. Who's that uh, on, sorry? 18. That's on Tommy. Ah, okay. Um, uh, nope, Beats. no good. Oh. Thank you, Ring of Protection, plus two. Oh, yeah. Tommy, in close combat, has an AC of 19. That is awesome. Yes, because I've got my dual wielding, my chain ship plus one, and my ring of protection plus two. Very fortunate. It tries to latch onto you with its jaws and do that blood draining attack. Misses. Uh, its second attack, it's going to swipe out at it with its claws at Sophia. Oh, dick. Uh, oh, 22. Oh, bastard. Can you yeah. cast shield? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's tens of slashing damage, and do me a strength saving throw, would you? Plus three makes that mm -hmm. twenty. Yep. So as it rakes its claws across your chest, drawing a bit of blood, you manage to spin out of its grasp so that it doesn't uh, hold on to you. That is my Bayaki's turn. R four. 
Oh, and one thing just before we swap to our force turn. Sophia, do me a concentration check from that uh, uh, bit of damage you took. Uh, See if that silence disappears. Come on. Ooh! Ten. ten. Um, plus you three. Still pass. It's fine. Oh! Woohoo! You need to roll <laughs> less than hell. eight. Wow. It only did ten damage to you, and it's ten damaged half. And if it's lower than I believe an eight, you still uh, you need to roll over an eight. Basically, yeah, fine. Huh. Don't worry about I'm it. Fine. So R four, R four is going to move up, and can he can he get to a circle round in a turn? I think he can. Yes, he can. Just so he's going to move up and then circle round. Uh, so he's in a flank with Sophia. That he makes can't sense. hear anything, sorry. but he doesn't give a shit. Uh, Sorry, no, you didn't correct myself though. The DC's ten or half the damage you take, not eight. But uh, yes, okay. you rolled a ten yeah. anyway. You're fine yeah. plus the thing. So yeah, it makes sense Don't to be. Worry. In a, so he's going to move into a flank with Sophia because she's going to go next, and that makes kind of sense to him. You can see she's kind of readying up for an attack, and he's going to pull him from from the other side and try and stab this thing in the side um, with his gunpowder spear. So uh, with straight up. No disadvantage. A 19 and 4 piercing damage. 4. Chipping away. It's yeah, I mean, it's, it's only a d6 damage, so, you know, it's a reasonable roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Not too bad there, R4. Right. My dimensional shambler's turn. Shamblin. Shamblin man. What's he going to do? Well, he just got punched in the face, but I don't know. Solara's looking very hurt. Run, Solara. <laughs> you can't. Why, you still. fools? <laughs> hmm. I did what I could. I I, I, I I waged in and I slapped it as hard as I could in the hopes that one for one it would push away from Solara and two it might focus on me instead of her. If it doesn't, then <sighs> I couldn't do more. <laughs> How did it go up the stairs? Uh, Fifteen feet away from where it was. Mm-hmm. So not far enough that it can't just wander back. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little stroll, isn't it, really? Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, Tommy. You, you did get its attention. And as it's talking to itself, as it just floats slightly off the floor, coming back to a creature you've ever seen in terms of just movement and how it seems to exist in this world, and just this endless chattering to itself, it's suddenly right up in your face. And Wonderful. you're flanked. So it's going to roll with advantage against you, first with its claw attack. That hits! So 20. And that's 8 points of slashing damage and 4 points of force damage. As all of a sudden, you feel the same way Solara did, as that big claw-like hand grasps onto your arm and you feel cold. And you watch as your arm flickers in and out of reality as well, almost in time with the creature. Second attack with advantage, 25. It's a hit as well. That's eight more points of slashing and nine more points of force damage. And as its second claw latches onto you, you're now restrained. I don't get a chance to avoid or anything, no? Nope. Just I'll read it. If the target is a creature, it is grappled. If the target was already grappled by the Dimensional Shambler, it is restrained. It can't claw another creature until it breaks this uh, connection to you. But it is grabbing you with both hands. And just to read out for you, restrained, basically super grapple. Restrained creature also can't move. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and your attack rolls now have disadvantage. And the creature has disadvantage on any saving decks, base saving throws as well. So you're not in a good spot. 
Great. And then a slightly added extra issue is now that both of these hands are grabbing onto you, you start flickering more rapidly in time with the creature, completely in sync, in fact. As everyone watches Tommy begin to fade in and out. And Tommy, right now, you're also blind and deaf. Cool. As you're struggling to basically perceive the reality around you. Right, this is going well. Yep, at least it's me and not Salar, eh? You might already be dead by now. I mean, I mean, you were deaf yeah. like a minute ago anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, deaf's fine, but blind's not so great, and um, restrained isn't so great, and flickering yeah. in and out of reality isn't great. No. no. I can cope yeah. with death, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you're being optimistic here, dude. Thanks. Maybe I should have let her go for Solara. I should have been more... Um... <laughs> Self-serving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Tommy, all of a sudden, you can't hear anything and everything just goes dark and you just feel those painful grips on both your arms and it's going to try bite you. Also with advantage, 26. Yep, that's a hit. Please, and that's yeah. 12 points of piercing damage and 13 points of force damage as it sinks its teeth into you. Bloody hell. Not going well right now, guys. Gotta be honest, I was, I was feeling fairly healthy when I faced this thing. I'm now down to under half hit points. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. Mm. Little help. Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> I will <would> help. <laughs> In fact, I'm probably screaming it. But yeah. I can't hear myself. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you can't hear it anymore as it's uh, jabbering inanely, but. <laughs> well, that's its turn done. Oh, mercy. Rogar, you're up. So, uh, yeah, hmm. Not, not, not a great situation here for my friends. Um, or. A dimension door. <laughs> <laughs> if I still had dimension door, it would be so tempting. <laughs> Um, Welp. <laughs> well, also, yeah. um, Rogar, I'll give you this for free as Tommy's not in a, the best position to spot this. Mm -hmm. The creature is healing from that force damage it took. Its bones are resetting or whatever it's got inside of it. Its flesh is re knitting. Uh, oh. Right, okay. Um, really not liking this. So, I'm going to have to help Tommy, aren't I? So, I'm going to have to move into uh, battle this dimension creature shambler thing um, and hope Sophia can, and R4 can deal with the Bayaki. I'll say this, um, Rogar, just, uh, just as you turn your attention fully to this bizarre yeah. creature, you feel that cold wash over you. You can see just traces of that leftover green energy crackling through the air and Tommy is screaming madly as he's in so much pain. The Bayaki is still trying to tear at Sophia and you just have this thought of God, this feels like a nightmare. Ooh. Are we in a dream? That would be cool. Right? No? Um, well, because well. Rogar's experienced nightmares in the dreamlands. Yeah. Uh, um, um, crap. Not for sure. Uh, right. Fuck okay. it. I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna take a swing at it because I want to help my friend. Um, sure. And that's kind of what I feel like I need to do. 
So um, I'll take a I'll take a swing with clips. <sighs> and with a thirteen, I'm assuming I miss. Yeah, that is that is a bad miss. Yeah. I think that's the worst I've ever seen you roll, dude, for an attack. Well, it's it's natural too. <laughs> I can't yep. roll. Mu- I can't roll much worse. <laughs> um. So I'll uh, I'll and yeah, I'll take another swing then. Sixteen. A sixteen. You swing eclipse towards this creature, and just as you feel that you're on target, it flickers out of existence, and eclipse just hits the ground. Fortunately, sixteen's not good enough. Fuck me. Well, that was a massive waste of time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess that ends my turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks um, for trying, dude. <laughs> shit. The bed. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a uh, two and a five. How? Do, how? How is this happening to me? <laughs> you accidentally rolled a d6. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do you feel it in the air? This is that moment where things are things are just getting worse. Uh, yes. Oh, that's your turn, Rogar. Yeah, that's the end of my turn. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a bit. Oh, well. Okay. You know what? It's Lara's turn next. The question is, does she try the same thing again? And try to just save Tommy by banishing this creature? I think maybe that's the best option. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Banish it. Banish it, yeah. No, wait. Just... Oh, she fireballs it. She fireballs us all. <laughs> fireballs me. <laughs> and then if it's still a battle, Tommy. then I die next turn. <laughs> I'll res you. You're fine. You, you don't have that ability. <gasps> Shh, it's fine. Yeah, you gotta try. I suppose the only thing she can do is try and banish it. She's gonna have to, isn't she? Yeah, but I if mean, she banishes I... it, does it banish Tommy? It shouldn't do. No, it won't do. But if that if that fails, Tommy ninth level fire, ninth level fireball, the shower of everyone. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Go out with a bang, literally. If you die, we all die. <laughs> just t- just take everything. Take the fort. Take everything. Just fuck them all. <laughs> oh, tempting. Let's proper Rogar this shit. Forget everyone. <laughs> fuck it, nuke. <laughs> uh, just, just, just. I, I, I can't see. I can't hear. All I can feel is pain. I just fumble in my pocket and shout, "Dodge this!" Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Okay then, time for another attempt at banishment. So once again, DC seventeen. Let's see what this creature rolls. Fail your charisma. That's a fifteen. <gasps> you watch as this creature again flickers in and out of reality, as does Tommy as they're kind of in sync. But this time Tommy appears and the creature doesn't. And you all just quickly glance to Solara, who's holding her hand out and just concentrating intently, trying to keep this creature away. The creature is banished, and that's her turn. Sophia. Holy fucking shit! Um, um right. Okay. Uh, thanks. Right. Don't mention have... what the fuck is that thing? I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. So we've still got one left. Okay. Yeah, just the Bayaki still in the dark, in the uh, silence cone at the moment. 
and I have advantage which gives me normal so I'll attack that with my sword 18 and 6 6 is a hit not down? definitely not oh fuck's sake you're hurting this thing but it's it's got a lot of health like they've all been pretty tough uh, 8 oh. I'll lock that low low what are you singing? low <laughs> why? <laughs> Because you rolled low. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty self-explanatory, oh. to be honest. Ten, <laughs> fuck it. Ten. Oh my god, guys! I, I I can just feel it now. It's just this is going series, so bad. Series of fucking bad rolls, man. Except for Solara, she did <sighs> an amazing roll. Yeah, but she did. She banished the shit. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I did all right. My um, <laughs> ring of the ram. Mm. Save Solara and then proceed to roll very little damage. Um, yeah, that's my go. Yep. Okay. Tommy, you're back. No longer grapple, no longer blind and deaf. That darkness that just engulfed you for a moment is all of a sudden just gone as quickly as it came upon you. It's just a bizarre experience, but you don't see the dimensional shambler in front of you right now. So I'm going to have a quick look to see if it hasn't moved somewhere and dropped me but i'm pretty sure looking at solara that she's managed to magic it away somehow i don't pretend to know how or why or what on earth that means but who gives a fuck there's still one of the bayaki behind me so trying to shake off this feeling uh, just horrible experience i've just had i'm gonna tighten the grip on my swords and strike out with disadvantage my rapier. Uh, straight, actually, because you've got our four flanking. Oh, cool. So, straight up, then. With my rapier. A 22 and 9 piercing damage. 22 definitely hits. 9 piercing damage. It's, uh, it's starting to get cut up, but still going strong. Okay, well, let's slap it with another one, then. A 30. Do you remember when Rogar thought he could do this encounter by himself? Yeah, yep. that I mean, <laughs> We could have tested that theory, but I'm kind of glad mm. we didn't. Um, yeah, a 30. It's a cracking hit from Tommy with that rapier. Eight more points of piercing. And on the offhand, seeing as I've, I can see I'm, I'm cutting it up reasonably badly with the short sword plus two, just kind of following uh, on a backhand swing, aiming for its throat. Let's see what I can do. A 31, Ooh. which is a crit. Ten points of piercing damage and an, addi an additional two damage on top of that. So the throat shot... Not a bad shout. Mm, natural 20. Good hits, good hits. Yes, you hit seemingly some sort of weak underbelly as you swing back in for that final attack with the short sword, and you just watch as a, just a spray of that green blood kind of covers the bottom half of your body and Sophia as well. It's still standing, but it took a lot of damage there. Mm, it's, it's turn. Turn, yeah. But hey, we've, we've, we, we've weakened it. Mm. Yeah, it's not happy. Um, I guess it'll try probably do what it did last time. One against Tommy, one against Sophia, as that's who he seems to be battling mainly. Uh, 14 against Tommy. Which that is not a good miss. enough. And a swipe at Sophia with its claws. 15. I assume that's not good enough? Nope. Yep. Okay, well, the Bayaki's struggling. R4's turn. Come on, R4. You can do it. Gunpowder Spear, one-handed. Straight up attack. A 22 and 4 points of damage. 
Come on, R4. You need to you need a slightly better weapon. I feel. I feel. <laughs> the gunpowder spear is good. Actually, look, I could give him a different weapon, couldn't I? No, you're good. Yeah, the gunpowder spear is good for that explosive shot, but actually, you know, it doesn't deal a great deal of damage. So let's see if I can um, give him a better weapon at some point. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, slight uh, poke with the spear from R4, keeping that uh, damage going. The shambler is currently banished. Okay, Rogar, top of the round. Well, it's not going well. Um, but at least, the, at least the Shambler is banished. So I guess... How the hell do I get to this thing? I guess I can go around Tommy. I mean, you don't get a disadvantage, do you? So. No, and go to here, and I'll take a swing with the clips. It went so well last time. <laughs> now you get a 29. With... Hang on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I can reroll both of those dice. <laughs> Uh, so, reroll my 2d6s. Oh, God! <laughs> what is going on here? He can't wow. reroll that again, can he? What? No. Uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, that's a 29 with 9 damage, which is as low as I can roll. That's, that's, that's the sneak eyes. Two ones for the damage. Unbelievable, Jeff. Look, technically, two ones. That's four ones he's rolled. Yes. Yep. That's four ones in a row he's rolled, technically, because he's four, got four ones, ones in a row. Jesus. Wow. Plus, plus two misses on the last. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like you... the, the sword doesn't like you. It doesn't <laughs> right now. You know, yeah, I love that. I love the narrative of this. Eclipse doesn't trust you at the moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could not have soloed this encounter, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, yeah. you swing with Eclipse and you strike home, but yeah, the, the blade is not cutting like it normally does. Maybe there's some disharmony there between the two of you. It's yet to be resolved. <laughs> the sooner you get killed by the Hell Knight Karnak, the better. That's I what he's thinking. I am going to rub the Hell Knight Karnak out. Just just, just to prove a point. <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm going to keep his skull. And I'm going to fuck it every day. Just... <laughs> In front of Eclipse, just to teach him a lesson. <laughs> uh, and then find another scroll for Dimension Door and be like, Ah, fuck you! Learn this, <laughs> motherfucker. Learn it! Alright. And second second attack, I guess. Come on! That's more like it. Hey, <laughs> 19 with 17 slashing damage. Okay. Finally doing a bit of real damage. <laughs> My creature's still here. They are the Bayaki are quite hearty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They seem to be. That's your turn, Rogar. Um yeah, there's not much else I can do. I'm still concentrating on that uh shield, so Okay. Solara will you can see like sweat just coming off her brow, like she's holding one hand out to keep this creature banished as she concentrates and she goes, Guys, this thing is very strong. Um it's supposed to be incapacitated, but I, it's almost like I can feel it trying to tear its way back. And she's going to, well, with her offhand, fire a firebolt at our remaining Bayaki. Though it will be with disadvantage, sadly, because she's not insane. Bayaki. <laughs> yeah. So, with a 17, eh, five yes. points of fire damage. Hey. Bit of damage there for you. Sophia, you're up. Kill it, oh, Sophia. I read that he rolled with a disadvantage, and I just read it if you had advantage. 
and she had like <laughs> an attack of twenty nine. Yeah, like, yeah. Her, her, her um, yeah. The, the 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 attack with with like yeah. The, the second attack was twenty nine, which was a crit. Natural twenty. 20 yeah. <laughs> Natu- yeah. So um, nine fire damage with an additional eleven fire damage on top of that, <laughs> which would have been banging. That's why I was yeah. like, why is no one happy? Oh. Because <laughs> it never really existed. I mean, she she got she got a solid four. She did an R four's worth of damage. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. Is there anything else that I could actually do? No. Right. So it's my turn. Then it's Tommy. Then the Bayaki. But hopefully, we might be able to be able to move around. Oh, we'll see. Okay. Fuck it. Stop overthinking. Right, with a normal attack, 17 and 10, with my sword, and... 17, yep. With final death going for its back, 14 and 8. 14 is not good enough. Ah, oh, bugger fucker. Right, okay, that's me done. I'm just chipping away slowly. I mean, this thing we is clearly on its last legs, but yeah, that wasn't quite enough to finish it. Okay. Tommy. Tommy. Right, Tommy. Uh, yeah, he's he's had quite a lot of success with going going in with a double stab with the rapier and then a backhand with the short sword. So he's gonna continue the way he likes it. Uh huh. Uh huh. So <laughs> a twenty-three and fifteen points of piercing damage for my first stab from the rapier. Nice. And that is finally enough to finish this last Bayaki off. Jesus. Bye bye Bayaki. I'm really, really, really glad you cast that silence. <laughs> <laughs> we kept getting more of the fuckers. Yeah, that's very true. That would have been bad. Yeah, just like all the others, it fades completely, leaving no trace of its previous existence apart from, unfortunately, your dead member of staff. <laughs> yeah, have to h- hiring you on it, we fine. Pause. Uh, um, lazy season. <laughs> she's, she's spinning. Um, right, so I'm going to turn to uh, Solara and say, I know fuck all about magic, but is there anything I can do? She shrugs. <laughs> she try and surround it? Well, wait, wait, wait. I thought... It, it, get, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you, maintain, if you can maintain this for a minute or whatever, it don't come back, yeah? Yeah, in theory, it's, it's not native to this plane. It, it should get returned home. Yep, keep doing that. Yeah, yeah, keep 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 going. Uh, can I get you like a glass of water or something? I don't know. <laughs> I, d- I don't know what helps. <laughs> I'm completely out of my depth. <laughs> you know, I, 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 what, dealing with magic is kind of like being a man when your wife's giving birth. You just you just you're there, but you but for Tommy, it's, you're there, but you're just like you've no idea what the fuck's going on, what anything anyone's doing, and what it means. Yep, completely useless. Exactly. Can, 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 can I get you anything? I don't know. <laughs> um, can, can I offer you a potato in this trying time? Potato. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, I mean, there's a fair few rounds to go before it comes back, because it's banished for a full minute, since no one's attacking her. I, I, I reckon, yeah, Tommy's going to kind of... So we've got two doors into this room? Or is there a spiral staircase? So these windows or these doors to the sides? Um, I just ignore those. So really, okay. the way out is down, down the, the end of the corridor. Down the end of the corridor. Okay, so um, yeah, Tommy's going to take a. 
I think it's, it makes sense for me to kind of see if there's anything else coming. Is, yeah, is this, is a, this... a pretty good shout. I suppose while you do that, I might try and heal myself up a little bit. So what, what, I'll, what I'll do is, in, in the rest of this turn, I'll take my bonus action to dash, and I'll use my full movement. So I'll go um, kind of 45 foot there. Yeah, to, to there. So, so I'm, I'm ju just out of sight of you guys, but I'm not all that far away. Mm-hmm. Let me just grab and see if anything's coming up the stairs or if I can hear anything down the stairs at all. Um, and that's that's where I'll, I'll end my turn. Uh, okay. Um, I'd say with your passive perception being quite high, even from this distance, you can hear noise in the rest of the castle and maybe even outside. You can't see anything where you are, but if you would know that if you go down these stairs, you could probably find a window pretty easily to look outside and see what's going on, or maybe head to the main hall or something like that, or even out to the courtyard. Okay, so I'll, I'll shout back. Seems like shit's going down in the rest of the castle. This wasn't it. Okay, so... Well, it sounds like we need to go and get stuck in, I guess. I think we need... We, yeah, we, once we've waited for this thing to, to definitely disappear. I mean, R4... Does he want to... Should we just get into position just in case it comes back? I'm going to use all 35 on me. Full lay on hands on yourself, Roger. Yes, I am putting the lay on hands on myself and using the full 35, which still doesn't okay. anywhere close to full health. Is R4 doing anything? Uh, yeah, I think it makes sense what... what, um, what I think Sophia was shouting out. Should we surround this thing in case it comes back? So R4 is going to do just that. He's going to move up. Can I uh, telepathically talk to Dwayne as well and try and get him, like, somewhere close at least? Oh, can you see through his eyes? Uh, I think I can. You get his thoughts and feelings, if I remember correctly. Cool. So... Can, he, can, 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 he, can he... I don't know, is he thinking anything? Uh, indeed. Do, so. Why has Master do, forgotten do, 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 about do. me? <laughs> <laughs> no, why have I not spoken to him in three episodes <laughs> <laughs> what's what's going on hmm maybe the hell knight karnak would treat me better <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean as long as he's within a mile of you you can communicate with him telepathically and it's a as that that sort of bond it can't really speak back to you but you get an impression yeah um when you tell it are you telling it to come to you or just tell you what's going on first uh both tell me what's going on first and then make your way to me inside or do you want him to try get to the courtyard or something like he can leap off the rookery and like fly down and try and meet you outside or he can try figure out a way through the castle no meet me outside because that's okay. where i'm okay um as you kind of sense that he sets off and leaps out of the rookery to uh, fly down um you get the impression that he's seeing multiple enemies more winged creatures that it doesn't recognize you see people under attack shit can Dwayne perceive them? If he's is he ins he's not insane. Um, no, but you can still see people being attacked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it might not just be Bayaki. You don't know. Mm. Okay. Um. Well, then hopefully he'll head to the courtyard and either. Well, I I'm not saying particularly get stuck in, but let's get him there and let's get me to him somehow. Okay. So are you s sorry? Are you staying here? Or are you leaving? Well, I'm assuming. Uh, once Solara's done her thing with this, then we're all getting out of here, yeah? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so you're I, just was, I, was, I was literally doing do my usual Tommy scout ahead a little bit, but... I'm not... is, is there any windows about? Not in here, but if you left this area, you could find a window pretty easy. Right, okay. 
In fact, I'd say you could probably see out of the spiral stairway because that'd be a corner of the building. Is one of those windows into the courtyard? Um, you'd be seeing like part of the courtyard, part of the wall. Okay. Uh, assessing that, can I jump? Out, can I jump out the window and end up in the courtyard? Yes or no? Oh, uh, you can. You'll be taking fall damage, but you can. Featherfall. I have the wand of Featherfall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping out the window. Can you get so, to the... Yeah, I mean, you've got, what, like, eight turns available here. Where are you after eight turns? All of you. Okay, so to Tommy's going to go and go a little bit further down the spiral staircase, um, do a sneak, um, so hopefully he doesn't get spotted, and peek out over the side to see what he can see. How are we doing? Sorry? She's moving far away from where she banished this creature. Okay, uh, running away from this thing, then. As long as she can maintain concentration, then... Yeah? Yeah. Should we all follow Tommy, then? Fuck it. Slash jump out windows. Well, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting we wait until this thing's fully banished before we reveal ourselves to any more enemies. Um, but at least in the, in the meantime, I'm gonna gonna have a have a peek out the window, and um, I will just drop into into stealth. Well, to... I can't defeat this thing just with R four. Well, I mean, after, it, it make it kind of makes sense. It's still gonna be there. We'll just be further down the corridor. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you could, you could, you might have a turn of shooting at it if it comes back. So, but it's not going to come back. She just has to maintain concentration. As, lo as long as we don't get attacked by anything else, hmm. that knocks her concentration. So, yeah, exactly. So, so move up, but don't reveal yourself. Yeah. So, so um, Rogar, you're heading off completely, or are you waiting for Tommy to look first and shout back? No, fuck it. I'm jumping out of the window before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, not before like the thing's banished completely. Wait till it's gone, then then dive out head first for all I care. I but feel like you're saying he jumps before waiting. I don't know. I need to make a call here. I, I'm I'm uh, no offense, guys, but <laughs> Tommy's he's jumping. And, Tommy's going to try and stop you. Then let's let's alert more enemies while we've got a big enemy behind us. No, I'm jumping out the window. Okay, I'm going to try and stop you. <laughs> like a. Uh, Strength, strength check. Like, what the roll. fuck I, are you doing? I'd say both of you just roll athletics. Okay. Alright, okay. A 28. A 13. So you do it. Yeah. Let's hope Solara doesn't die. So you barrel out the window, Rogar, and cast Featherfall on yourself as you start floating down. You see basically what Dwayne was describing to you and Tommy as you're looking out the window at Rogar float to the ground. You see flying creatures attacking people on the ramparts. You see just on the wall a little distance past the courtyard you see a couple of well you see one guard and one seemingly civilian the guard is being picked up and the civilian is grabbing onto his leg to hold him and you watch okay. as a flying creature with bat-like leathery wings and no face is trying to pick him up and drop him off the edge and the person's trying to save his life you see people are scrambling through the fortress basically looking for cover running away from things you can hear the faint sound of Emric yelling orders. You're not quite certain where he is at the moment as you're floating to the ground. That's what you see as uh, the pair of you go over there. It, so, did you say, you say Dwayne's around there now? Uh, by this point, yeah. He could have landed on the ground by this point. Okay, if he can see me, I want him to come and collect me as I'm floating. Yeah, he can start heading your direction, get to where you are. Yep, cool. Um, I'm guessing it's somebody else's turn before he gets to me. Well, the rest of you, are you staying where you are? Or are you fucking off? What's going on? 
this is the final round. Remember, the Dimensional Shambler went last. Actually, no. Slara goes after Rogar. So, it's her turn. She ends concentration, and she just sort of looks around for a second. Okay, uh, it, it's not come back. It's gone now, yeah? I, I, okay. Maybe. I think so. Well, and Sophia, you're up next. From maybe. the way it was shifting through dimensions anyway, I'm assuming it could come back. I mean, maybe just continue concentrating, Slara. Just, just... <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, yeah, okay, we, so... We can't wait to see if it comes back. There could be another pulse by then. Let's just find Rogar, see what's happening, find Emmerich. I think I think Rogar's gone. I mean, right, find Emmerich then. I, I, I think Rogar's gone. He just dived out the window. I tried to stop him, but off he went. Right, so, okay. Right, well, let's make our way down through the castle then. Yeah. Okay, so you guys start heading down... I'm, I mean, I, I, I rolled a stealth, I got a 31, so I'm leading the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, you start heading down that stairway, and are you heading towards the, like, the Great Hall, where you probably expect people to be, or are you heading more towards the courtyard? Um, I think we want to go... Where are you from? Yeah, I, I think we're going to go... Uh, where are we in relation to the Great Hall? Do we have to... Can we go through the Great Hall on the way out to the courtyard? It's more like a left or right choice. Like, if you go left, you'll head out to the courtyard, or you go right and just in a little bit further into the fortress to make the Great Hall kind of tempting to see if everyone's okay in that you know if, we, if we've managed to barricade the great hall okay well at the end of the day you know i've jumped out the window into the courtyard anyway so if you want to go make sure everyone's okay in the great hall why not yeah. i'm already outside okay let's let's no, let's right. go, go, yeah go and see just double check on the great hall and see if everything's okay there okay as gets to the end of your turn dimensional shambler casts plane shift and you watch as it tears its way back through into your world. And that's the last thing Solara seeing as you guys are running down the thing. Fuck's sake. Told you to keep concentrating. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that we could do to make it go away any more than it has already. So, yeah. Well, other than kill it. Oh, yeah. Apart from that. I think we might have to. It starts slowly floating in Solara's direction. But if the group of you now, I'll say this. It's not the quickest creature. So it's slowly floating towards you like some sort of horror movie serial killer. And the rest of you are running down to the courtyard, uh, bound to the Great Hall first. So let's move this along a little bit. How many hit points have you got now, Rogar? 74. No, you're doing better than I am at the moment. Too bad. Yeah, I did just heal myself for 35. Yeah, yeah, true. I could use some heals, by the way, <laughs> if anyone's got any. Yeah, well, too busy chasing after you. We, um, we yeah, haven't... But... Sorry, I fucked off. So <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know you fucked off. I was, I was talking to, to Sophia mainly because you know she's a cleric, and that's what clerics do. <laughs> that's what clerics are supposed to do. What? You're a healer. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like what's supposed to do. Like I'm not been doing that. Well, have you been doing that? Took my job job over. You started being a cleric. But but, but now you're needed, and he's bugging off. <laughs> 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 yeah, sorry, I just nubbed the fuck out of it. <laughs> Can I literally heal him right now, Cookson? It depends if you're going to be dashing or not. Oh, no, I won't dash. <laughs> I think maybe we will dash. You can always heal me in combat later. Mister, mm-hmm. <sighs> please heal me. Yeah, well, we had eight turns. But <laughs> As I say, yeah, we had eight turns and like the other <laughs> one who healed themselves was me. <laughs> I don't know where you're at, Tommy. You should have asked. 
Well, I don't know. I was I was more concerned with finding out what the hell was going on and being nice don't and quiet. Don't complain at me that you didn't get heals if you don't ask. Okay. Well, I, yeah. I just asked. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Dashing or heals, Tommy? Well, I don't know. I kind of want to kill this thing that's behind us, but it's going to. Well, then shut up. It's going to be a bit of a pain, seeing as we're now going to go and encounter more foes with what is a faceless terror stalking us from behind, which half helped me in a turn. Mm hmm. Did it really? Oh, so shit, guys. I'm so sorry I bailed. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> I didn't realise. You didn't? No. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was at over 100 hit points when it attacked me. And I'm, I was, it was 100 and, 118. I think it was like 110 or something. And I've got 58 now. So. Oh, dears. Yeah. That was yeah, three attacks. Actually, I'm going to heal Solara. No, we're running now. No, but when we get to it, I'm going to heal Solara. Okay, fine. She probably needs it more. Exactly. You both kind of hurt. <laughs> yeah, but... I'll, she has I'll an AC of like... Four. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, is it even worth calling it AC? <laughs> <laughs> not, not really. She has skin. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and cloth. Yeah. Light cloth. <laughs> Your light cloth deflects the blade. Does really not bode well for us. That's a lot of work Cookson's just done there. No. I know, I know. That's what I was thinking. He's just done a lot. How can I make it so that I didn't just deliberately kill them on the pod? <laughs> <laughs> How can I make it... Make oh, it... so it looks tidier. Yes, yeah, so you uh, yeah. cleared out the dead bodies from the Great Hall. Yeah. Okay. Who's Most this? of them are in uh, Rogar Speeding Hall. The white-haired drow at the back is Jules, and you can see oh, yeah. Emric and a guard, and they're talking to each other in the Great Hall as you guys come barreling in. Is it just you two? Emric, fuck's going on? Three. Ah, there you all are. We've been under attack. I've been looking for you everywhere. Well, we've been fighting for our lives upstairs. Unfortunately, big bugger creature that Solara um, managed to banish has come back coming its way downstairs too so we've got another fight on our hands they're already upstairs bastards winged freaks they they just appeared appeared what do you mean by magic i kind of look at the other two like fucked if i know probably yeah i i, I guess jules kind of shouts over as well but what what is going on here i was dragged out of bed to sounds of fighting what What's happening? Who's attacking us? It, look, it, it just kind of happens to us. I think you might as well just get used to it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Creatures appearing. What The one behind us seems to like shift between different, I kind of struggle for the word, planes, I guess. Solara sent it back to its home, and it was supposed to fucking stay there. Most things do. And this one just came right back as soon as you stopped concentrating on it. Meanwhile, I had a quick look out the window. We got all kinds of flying shit coming in and attacking the, gu the guards. Have we got anyone safe? Is anyone protected? Is anyone stashed away? Or is are all the people still out there? Emmerich kind of shakes his head. We weren't fully ready for an attack, but we've done our best to get people indoors. I, 
we're understaffed and we're, we're, we're lacking weapons and soldiers. I, my guards are out there doing their best. I was about to issue some more orders. He like looks over to the soldier who came with him. But if this is some sort of invasion, we we don't have the we don't have the men to hold them back. Just get everyone into the great hall. We need to, yeah, we need to get everyone inside if we can. Try and bar the gate behind them. Uh, I do you do you know what we're up against? Any idea what's going on out there? Because I only got a quick glance. Got what kind of numbers? Emmerich kind of shakes his head. From what I saw, there were these strange, faceless flying creatures grabbing people, trying to pull them into the air. There were some, uh, sounds mad to say, but something I struggled to even see. It was, I swung at it and managed to get away pretty unscathed, but it was like I, I could feel its attacks coming for me almost instinctually. I battered against some of my armor, but I could barely make the creature out. Right. We're gonna to have to, we're gonna to have to try and get everyone inside. We're gonna try and get everyone into the great hall. See if we can defend the entrance as best we can. While you guys are chatting, uh, Solara rolled an Arcana check, just based off your question, Tommy. Um, she kind of shrugs and just goes, "It's like, I don't know. I, it feels like they're coming from somewhere else, right? Like, my, as far as I know, that banishment should have sent that thing home, and it just came straight back. And that weird green wave. It's like." I don't know, could it be bringing them through? I'm kind Most of all. Probably. I mean, how did it get upstairs if it had to go through? I know when I saw it go upstairs, so can they be spawning wherever they want to? Can we Can we stop it? There's a dot in the sky. I don't know, can we? Well, Rogar just jumped outside. I saw Dwayne outside before I looked back in. Maybe we can give him a nuke and he can go and ride up. I can give him a ninth level fireball. He can ride up into the fucking black hole and blow it as you guys are talking you start to hear the insane gibbering of this creature speaking you you don't know if you can understand the language you've not tried to listen too closely but it's whispered words start to echo throughout the great hall as the dimensional shambler has finally caught up with you all and i'm gonna say let's roll initiative all over again right so there's no other entrance or exit to this room uh, no. I'm assuming windows of some kind, but not anything that we can exit through. Uh, the Great Hall's in, like, the middle of the castle. Oh, shit. It's not really a... It's more of, like, a... Almost, like, um, well-protected, if it was actually yeah. fully staffed, but... Yeah. Right, so I had a 22. I'm not in this initiative. Nope. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're somewhere outside. I got a 3. Somehow, oh, shit. Which is impossible, I think. Yeah, that's not... Wait, are you rolling... Is that a? Is that actually R four? Yeah, nope, that's R four. Three is R four. Look at the initiative tracker, though. It does, but uh, I think you clicked the you clicked on R four when you rolled or something. It gets a bit funky with the tokens. Uh, okay, then fine. Sorry. Uh, uh, an eleven for Tommy, which still isn't much better, but yeah. Thirteen for Emmerich. Change me to a twenty-two. Cheers. Mm. Little soldier with a three. Down with R four. Do we have a name to give him? Well, let's see if he survives, and then we'll. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll name him. He does have a name. I have a list of names. I'm going to say from my list of guard names, who could he be? Don't have a Patreon name to give away at the moment, so he can be... He can be Andrew. Andrew the guard. Yeah, he's going to (laughs) die. He's been named. Yeah, he's definitely going to die. He's a guard, not a prince. Yeah, could the drow fight? I don't know. Probably not. 
Jules. Um, yeah. She is very much not a fighter. Well, as far as you know. Yeah. She's certainly not running in to fight this thing. <laughs> okay. I oh, don't want to kill off another Patreon subscriber just yet. <laughs> <laughs> you have to build up to that. <laughs> None. <laughs> Alright, Sophia, you're up first with a 22. What are you doing? Let me think. That would be two Patreon subscribers in the same arena. Would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a feat. Shoot it. Or spell it. Or oh, animal it. Or animal it. Animal it. Nah. Um, or guiding uh, bolt it. Get some advantage. Ooh, that might be nice. Yeah, let's go for a guiding bolt. Come on, you... Ah, oh, what? Three. Um, what can I re-roll for that? Good luck, luck it. That's it. Oh, fucking... If you have any left. Yeah, fine. I'll fucking luck it. I don't think you've used any luck, so you used a... Ooh, that's better. I think you've used two luck, haven't you? That's yep. my second luck. Oh. Oh, and you've also and you used a luck and a... Um... Superiority dice. Superiority dice last time, I think. Yeah. So I've got one luck left and four... Uh, three... Um... Monster Hunter dice left. Superiority dice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With a 17, you just hit... Oh, for 20 points of radiant damage and this creature the next attack will have advantage on it nice well yeah that's are you moving Sophia or are you staying there um I should move away because we're all bunched up so kind of go behind this um so are you still shield and sorting or what oh that's a good point because you were using that last we checked so I assumed you ran down with your shield and sword still out ready for combat I would want to switch to my bow, but if that's not going to be possible, then I'll just... You can switch. I'm just saying you'd have to drop your sword and shield. Bugger fuck. Um, fine, I drop it and okay. take out my bow. Yeah. Cool. Right, that's me done. Okay. Emmerich. Well, Emmerich, my boy, what are you up to? Try not to get yourself killed, Emmerich. Straight away. Emmerich will walk forward with the rest of you and for those within 30 feet of him he is going to use his leadership ability mm -hmm. and all of you well the, those within 30 feet of you mm -hmm. if you make a saving throw or an attack roll you can add a d4 to it provided you can hear and understand him which I believe you all can nice it will end if he is knocked unconscious or dies yay that's good for a turn so he just raises his sword as he walks with goes we will banish this evil from our lands, as you all just feel inspired. Uh, that's his turn. Tommy. Uh, after, after a speech like that, it kind of feels a bit cowardly to go and run off and hide in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's um, a good plan, but... And then starts running away. <laughs> <laughs> do I want to do a Saphir and drop my, my swords? Not particularly, because... <sighs> then it might kill me. But at the same time, it'd be good to get some shots in before it Got overwhelms us. Yeah. Let's assume it's gone back to full health because it healed. Yeah, but you've knocked 20 hit points off it, which is something. It's not yeah, it's true. pretty good. Right, I'm going to... So Tommy's going to move to here. Um, actually, to here. Where can, where can I see him from? I want to be able to see him, but I also want to try and make a... Um, make a check to see if I can hide. Mm -hmm. So probably, probably there's a good option. Oh yeah, these are pillars, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. 
So what I'll do is I'll take a shot at him using a grip point uh, with my rifle. So to get advantage, a 16. 16, not good enough. Not good not enough. See how... The rifle shot goes wide. That was a terrible shot. All right, okay. Um, and I will step behind cover again here and I will attempt to hide. Okay. Because I need, to, I need to play to my strengths at the moment. So yeah, so I'll roll a stealth a 31. So with the, hope, with, with, with the hope that I can get another attack with advantage on the next run. You're hoping this creature is distracted enough and you stay silent enough that it doesn't notice you. Okay. I'm, I'm like hu hugging the pillar almost. <laughs> Star's turn. Well, I think she's going to throw out all the things she's got, really. She's going to move back. Well, no, she can't do that. Move to there, I think. I'm guessing she's gone through all her banishments. <laughs> Uh, she could cast Banishment one more time if she uses a spell slot. But then it'll just come the fuck back, so... Yeah, that's very true. She's going to use a third level spell, Lightning Bolt, and just set the sky aflame. <laughs> Ooh, who had advantage? Oh no, Tommy Ray had the advantage, didn't he? Yeah. Oh! So that's gone. Hey, no, I, I forgot I could... You can have your grip point back if you want, because okay, you thank spent you. it without needing it. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, whereas Lightning Bolt... Ooh. Come on. Potentially 34 points of lightning damage. Fail that dex. Now, I will tell you this. The reason why it was quite good at resisting in the first place is it's got magical resistance. <sighs> this shit ain't playing around, guys. <laughs> Rogar, come storming behind it. <laughs> I don't think you make much difference. <laughs> come on, Rogar. Just, 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 just run in. Ark here out of nowhere. Just <laughs> Dwayne just like takes a chunk out of it. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the one no. of my dice was a thirteen. The other one was a natural twenty, so twenty-four. Fuck. You watch as that bolt of lightning flickers across, and at the same time, this thing just disappears from reality. It gets a little scorched, but nowhere near as much damage as you would have hoped. Still half damage on a thirty-four. That's that's decent, but it's a not what we wanted. Okay. Ninth level fireball. Mm, you can try. Nope. It's turn. Actually, Slara will move a little bit further back as well because she, she, she did cast a spell. She cast a spell and it didn't do as much as she hoped. She's going to backstep a little bit more and just use her um, storm source ability to float back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> How far away is this thing? Annoyingly far. Annoyingly far indeed. Can't really see Tommy. Solara. Hmm. Sophia did shoot at it with that radiant bolt. It's really the only thing that hurt it. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Why did I drop my shield? It's going to teleport. Oh, for fuck's sake. And you watch as it flickers from that point and appears directly behind you, Sophia. And you just get overwhelmed by this gibbering madness that it's endlessly spewing from its mouth. But that's all it can do this turn, as it teleports across the room. Really shouldn't have dropped my weapon. R4. Uh, where can I get to? Flanky flank! I could take a shot at it, so let's... Also, Sophia, you notice the burning damage it took from that lightning and your radiant bolt, again, is just healing. Okay, R4. You're up. 
get there into a flank position with Sophia. And actually, I'm going to move most of my movement up to there. I'm going to take a shot with the wolf's fang. Okay. See what happens. Not done that before. Straight up a seven. So nothing. That's fine. And continue the movement on as he fires on the move, but he's not really used to this new weapon, so... It also jams the new weapon as well. Because uh... that's two. Oh, it uh... is. Uh, I'll have to fix it on him. Yeah. Unfortunately, R4 tries to use his badass new rifle, raises his arm, and maybe it just didn't oil it properly this morning because it jams. And R4 looks sad. Father, you failed me, father. I did you nothing in this You gave me so much confidence. Boy, you've been hitting stuff since, haven't you? It's not my <laughs> fault you can't shoot for shit yet. We'll do some more shooting practice later on. Okay, well, with that, it's my uh, guard, guardsman Andrew's turn. <laughs> Why has he got a green dot on him? Because uh, he rolls with an additional d4 on his attacks. Ooh, oh, yes. Yeah. So Thanks to the leadership. Why. Yeah, so it's oh, four. four. Technically, um, oh. would, would have mattered for hitting, but not for jamming. You rolled a 92. Uh, no, but when Tommy took the shot with the rifle. Ah, that's true. What did you roll with the rifle? 16. I was one 16. off. You were one off, though you forgot about it at the time. I'll be kind. You would have rolled at least a one, so that would have hit. I'll take the damage. Okay, thank you. Whatever it was. 19 points of piercing. 19? Okay. Hey! <laughs> I did something, but my bullet was off, and then just that little bit of inspiration just made it just... Swing you back under curve the bullet in midair. Yes. Yeah. I am wanted. This this little dude is going to run in and well, terrified, he's going to attempt to stab at this thing with his spear. I just love the idea of this guy like letting out a blood curdling <gasps> scream of fear, and with a twenty three, knocking it out the fucking park. <laughs> twenty. What no a legend, way. Andy. <laughs> we will give you a character sheet yet, my son. <laughs> <laughs> survive this one and all subsequent other fights and you'll be fine with 11 points of uh, piercing damage he does charge in with all the furiosity that you would never expect from this poor little dude and with a natty 20 stabs this thing in the side just as it appears you don't know if it was skill or just pure luck but he hit home Sophia, you're up, and the Dimensional Shambler is all up in your face. Uh, I feel really bad now if I just throw... Actually, Shield of Faith is a bonus action, so that's good. Yep, Shield of Faith in yourself. Right, so let me do something else that isn't a spell. You the Shield of Faith R4? No, myself, <laughs> you dickhead! What? Uh, why? Just, just saying, you, you ran in to save you. <laughs> <laughs> so did Andrew, but he fucking hit it. Alright. <laughs> I thought tried. <laughs> he did try. Giving um, you I flank. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's actually anything. Wait a bit. Have I got another weapon? You could pick up your weapons and that would be your action. Yeah, they are at your feet if you wish to take an action to pick them up off the ground. Drop the bow, pick up my sword and shield. That gives me my plus two AC. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then cast and, Shield of Faith. <laughs> and then cast Shield of Faith. Okay, I won't do that on myself then. No, you can do it on yourself. It's cool. You just, just, you might as well. I mean, you might go for the mechanical man, but he's probably more likely to go for you, or maybe Andrew. 
Yeah, Andrew did hit him. I, I, um, R4 just literally walked up behind him and like <laughs> made, made a big banging noise nearby. <laughs> um, Shield of Faith, what level is that? It's level what? one. I'll do it on Andrew. That's what, plus two AC? Yeah. Okay, so Andrew temporarily has a 18 AC. It's not bad! As your little columboric light comes over him. What's um R4's AC? Uh, 17, I believe. 17, oh, that's I think, not yeah. too no, bad either. He's not too bad. No, not I, I, Solara. I, I just like the fact that, you, that I can imagine um, Sophia casting that and then taking a little look at her amulet just to see if like it's looking any shinier. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Is it any shinier? Look, selfless. <laughs> you feel good for that. Cool. Mm. All right, well, that means it's Emmerich's turn. He will run up in support and take a swing against this uh, monster with his uh, with his great sword. Yeah, two attacks, uh, natural one on the first attack. Unfortunately, oh, come on, guys. Oh, and then eight on the second attack. That was awful rolling. That was a one and a three. <laughs> Emmerich just grunts in frustration as he runs up and just swings at this creature, but he can't get his timing right on it, disappearing and reappearing. Tommy, do your thing. Right, 25 feet takes me to there. Let's move up a bit, so I'm at least close by if I'm needed. And I do still have some weapons, so it's not the worst thing in the world. Although I have left my good weapons down there. Yeah, I think I will take a shot with advantage and hope for the best, really. So I'll use... uh, Actually, ooh, no, I won't. I will stay where I am because I'm hidden at the moment and it can't see me. So I've got advantage automatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll take the shot here and then I'll move up afterwards okay. rather than having to waste a grip point. So, sure. uh, advantage. Remember your uh, sneak attack as well. Oh, yeah. Heck. A 22, ooh. 13 damage plus a... Another four points, I think it is. I forgot actually, level two. I think it's still six. Okay, cool. Good hit. Yes. Watch as the uh, bullet flies across the Great Hall and just explodes a chunk of this creature, just spraying gore over all these people who are just surrounding him right now. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks for that. Yeah, it was something. And then I'm going to move up and I'm going to use my bonus action to try and hide again. Um, uh, 27. Hopefully. 27? Okay. Yeah. Hope for the best. That's my turn. Alright. Solara. She's going to move out a bit, try to reposition herself, and given that you're all surrounding the creature, she'll forgo the AoE. <laughs> yes, please. And attempt to firebolt this thing. Uh, 14, unfortunately, the firebolt mm. goes wide. Okay. That means Not it's the shambles rolling turn. well. Come on, Cooks, and continue to roll badly, at least for the enemy. <laughs> hmm. What does this creature do? It could just plane shift and fuck off. Maybe. Please. Or, oh, I don't know. It could teleport again. Oh, motherfucker. He watches it flickers back and forth from this world, and then all of a sudden doesn't return 
where it was stood just a second ago and instead is now across the room next to Solara. But that's all it can do? That's all it can do on this turn, yeah. Okay. Solara's engaged, which is not good. Okay. R4. R4. Right. I think it makes the most sense to try and get R4 in combat or with it. So he needs he can move sixty feet, so I say we'll go we'll go to that square there, I think. He can't shoot anymore. He needs to be in combat to do any damage to him. He can't do anything fancy like attack and run at the same time, so he's just gonna sprint over there, put his shield up and dig in. Okay. And, and Soldier Boy can't really do a lot other than basically the same as R4. He's gonna try to sprint across the room and get engaged with this thing again. And at the end of this round, Rogar, what are you up to? Well, I'm assuming I'm outside. Yeah, so you jumped out the window, landed, Dwayne picked you up. What are you doing? I want to start... Obviously, I can see people being attacked by things, but I want to... I want to say almost... I want to rally the guards and try and get them just to get the people out of there rather than, like, fighting this stuff. Get people to either the church or into the Great Hall, because as far as I know, the Great Hall's all right. So, at the moment, as I say, you can see, like, one guard up on the ramparts trying to fight off what looks like a night gaunt. You can see civilians running around. Do you remember you have a grand total of four guards, one of which is in the Great Hall, fighting the, uh... The yeah, yeah. Chamber. You're not, well, uh... Great I'm, you just... I'm assuming people are going to listen when I, riding around on a giant bat, start shouting fucking get inside <laughs> yeah so your plan is basically take to the air quickly and start just shouting the alarm out yeah yeah try i'm just i'm trying to you know at the end of the day we're you know we need to keep the people here so let you know and so we've got people to do stuff so yeah i'm gonna just try and you know try and alert them try and get them into the like i say into the church into you know the the, the castle whatever it is just try and get Get them off the, the streets, so to speak. Okay. Rogar, as you fly up into the air, how high did you fly to shout this message out? Like, what, 60 feet-ish? Yeah, 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 because uh, I don't want to go too high so that they can't hear me or see who it is shouting out. As you're flying up and trying to shout at people, you watch as another one of those waves emanates from the Black Star and following in its wake crashing down from the heavens like a bolt of black lightning a worm-like creature reeking of just ancient rot heads in your direction you see it's covered in armored plates dripping with this grotesque mucus that's falling down off it constantly like an unholy rain you see multiple eyes staring around glaring at everything with just a vile dark hatred it flaps its four wings in anger and as you're flying through the air it heads straight towards you and that's where we're gonna end the episode why does everything keep spawning fuck's sake and i thought we were gonna have enough trouble dealing with a camp full of gnolls and giants and stuff <laughs> like yeah, no. gnolls and giants are nothing the party yeah, came to us yeah <laughs> Seriously, if we, like, honestly, if we get out of here, like, you know, orcs and shit is going to be no fucking problem. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I, I'm I'm expecting a level up here, Mr. Coxon, after this. <laughs> you know, maybe a couple of levels. <laughs> um, if you, if you look at our Discord, I uh, just dropped a picture for you to enjoy. Oh, what yeah, is that? I've seen that. <laughs> away from that. Fuck off. What is what, that? What, what, what's, what's going on? Is is are we are we are we pissed off Nurgle? Or something. <laughs> <laughs> the great unclean one is sending its minions down to fucking wreck our shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh, well, we'll find out next week. <laughs> well, um... <laughs> Thank you for joining us, everyone. That was Gunpowder Treason No Plots. If you enjoyed the show, do check out our Patreon. We're on there at patreon.com slash gtnp. You can find the link in our episode description and on our Twitter account. Our Twitter account is at treasonno. You can chat with us there if you want, or you can check out our WordPress website where we have lots of pictures and lore and things like that all uh, uploaded there for you. And, well, I'll pass you over to my team to say their own little goodbyes. So, that takes us back somewhere else in our world and again we see a dark figure cloaked wearing all black but this time he's not running he sees a cave with flashing lights and loud music playing in the background as he watches two tiny little creatures falling out of the cave clearly drunk kobolds he thinks ah must be a party cave <laughs> that's it <laughs> <laughs> The party cave returns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid, as usual, you can't. But next on uh, Tommy's big uh, book of weapons. Now, we're up to the letter P this week. Uh, and yeah, you might be thinking, because uh, like, the kind of weapons I've been talking about so far, I might be going for like, a pike or maybe something a little bit more esoteric and going for a puckle gun. But nah, fuck that. I'm going for the Pankor Jackhammer, which is a, a bullpup revolver automatic shotgun. Never actually went into production, but it's fucking sick. It looks sick, and an automatic bullpup shotgun is just fucking badass, isn't it? You know, and it never went, as I say, it never went into production, but it used in a bunch of games like Far Cry, Battlefields, um, Warface, it's in Ghost Recon, all kinds of shit, uh, because it just looks awesome. And who, what's not to love? I mean, if you go into an encounter like one of the ones we've just had, if I could fire off, like, fucking a full drum of 12-gauge, 10 rounds, 12-gauge fucking ammunition in one turn, things would be mint to me. It'd be well easy. So, yeah. Uh, and that one gets uh, a full... Yeah, full fucking five daggers up for killing power. Because, can you imagine? Automatic, automatic shotgun in D&D. Ha! You're laughing. Hmm. I wonder why it didn't go into full production. Uh, it's one of them things, isn't it? A lot of these guns that look cool and seem cool and stuff just end up um, not quite meeting that nice, probably too expensive, you know, yeah, too expensive, probably. too heavy, or they couldn't get the manufacturing just right, or they didn't have they run out of money, all those <laughs> kind of things. Too lethal. No, that's not a thing. Oh, no. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> and today's monster is a periton which are twisted and depraved magical creatures that appear to be crossed between a giant eagle 
and a demonic-looking fang-toothed stag. They are known and feared for tearing the beating hearts from their victims' chests. And perhaps the strangest feature is their shadow. The shadow does not quite resemble the shape of the beast. Instead, it is said to appear as the outline of whatever creature whose heart the periton ate last. Yummy. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, I know. It's great, isn't it? I love it. Yeah. yeah a very strange like... creature, that one. <laughs> I want one of those. It's like a uh, pet. As a pet, it'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, right. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, I, I will do a little shout out to um, Forgotten Weapons. If you want to look up what happened to the Pancor Jackhammer and why it didn't go in, yeah, go go over and check that video over on YouTube because um, yeah, a lot of interesting videos about weird guns which I may be using for later letters. <laughs> cool. Well, I uh, hope everyone enjoyed this session, and I uh, no. hope you enjoyed listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Unnecessary Evil is the source for all things evil. Whether it's tips to write a better villain or tips on how to be a better villain. Part of the Necropodicon Network. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce. Easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.